Chapter 15, Light. When Despero awoke, he was cupped in the large, calloused hand of a human, and he was staring into the fire of one match, and beyond the match, there was a large, dark-eyed looking directly at him. A mouse with red thread, boomed the voice. Oh, yes, Gregory knows the way of mice and rats. Gregory knows. And Gregory has his own thread marking him. See here, mouse? And the match was held to a candle, and the candle sputtered to life, and Despero saw that there was a rope tied around the man's ankle. Here is the difference between us. Gregory's rope saves him, and your thread will be the death of you. The man blew the candle out, and the darkness descended, and the man's hand closed more tightly around Despero, and Despero felt his heart start up a crazy rhythm of fear. Who are you? he whispered. The answer to that question, Mouse, is Gregory. You are talking to Gregory the Jailer, who has been buried here, keeping watch over this dungeon for decades, for centuries, for eons, for eternities. You are talking to Gregory the Jailer, who is the richest of ironies, is nothing but a prisoner here himself. Oh, said Despero, um, may I get down, Gregory? The mouse wants to know if Gregory the Jailer will let him go. Listen to Gregory, mouse. You do not want to be let go. Here in this dungeon, you are in the treacherous dark heart of the world. And if Gregory wants to release you, the twistings and turnings and dead ends and false doorways of this place would swallow you for all eternity. Only Gregory and the rats can find their way through this maze. The rats because they know, because the way of its mirrors their own dark hearts. And Gregory because the rope is forever tied to his ankle to guide him back to where the beginning is. Gregory wouldn't let you go, but you would only beg him to take you up again. The rats are coming for you. You see? They are? Listen, said Gregory. You can hear their tails dragging through the muck and filth. You can hear them filling, filing their nails and teeth. They are coming for you. They are coming to take a, you apart piece by piece. Despero listened and he was quite certain that he heard the nails and teeth of the rats, the sound of sharp things being made sharper still. They will strip all of the fur from your flesh and all of the flesh from your bones. When they are done with you, there will be nothing left except red thread, red thread and bones. Gregory has seen it many times, the tragic end of a mouse. But I need to live, said Despero. I can't die. You cannot die? Ah, that's lovely. He says he cannot die. Gregory closed his hand more tightly around Despero. And why would that be, Mouse? Why is it that you cannot die? Because I am in love. I love somebody and it is my duty to serve her. Love, said Despero. Love? I will show you the twisted results of love. Another match was struck. 
the candle was lit again, and Gregory held it up so that its flame illuminated a massive, towering, teetering pile of spoons and kettles and soup bowls. Look on that mouse, said Gregory. That is a mountain to the foolishness of love. What is it? asked Despero. He star stared at the great tower that reached up, up, up into the dark darkness. What does it look like? Spoons, bowls, kettles, all of them gathered here as hard evidence of the pain of loving and a living thing. The king loved the queen and the queen died. This monstrosity, this junk heap is a result of love. I don't understand, said Despero, and you will not understand until you lose what you love. But enough about love, said Gregory. He blew out the candle. We will talk instead about your life and how Gregory will save it if you so desire. Why would you save me, Despero asked. Have you saved any other mice? Never, said Gregory, not one. Why would you save me then? Because you, mouse, can tell Gregory a story. Stories are light. Light is precious in a world so dark. Begin at the beginning. Tell Gregory a story. Make some light. And because Despero wanted very much to live, he said, Once upon a time. Yes, said Gregory happily. He raised his hand higher and then higher still until Despero's whiskers brushed against his leathery, time-worn ear. Go on, mouse, said Gregory. Tell Gregory a story. And it was in this way that Despero became the only mouse sent to the dungeon whom the rats did not reduce to a pile of bones and a piece of red thread. It was in this way that Despero was saved. Reader, if you don't mind, that is where we will leave our small mouse for now. In the dark of the dungeon, in the hand of the old jailer telling a story to save himself, it is time for us to turn our attention elsewhere. Time for us, reader, to speak of the rats and of one rat in particular. This is the end of the first 